We also create those new neuro pathways because you have to learn something in the moment, Mm -hmm. which is so important. It's such a big focus in fitness right now. It's not just about the body. It's just as much about the brain. Welcome back to Off the Gram, the show where we bring you straight into the trenches with us to help you live your best life, channel your inner girl boss, and navigate the ever-changing landscapes of wellness and social media. We're Hi, guys. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I wish everyone could see my opera glasses that I'm holding up to make sure I do a proper introduction because we are joined today by someone we all respect so wholeheartedly, Anna Kaiser. She's one of the most well-known fitness pros in the game. She's made greatest list of the 100 most influential people in health and fitness like a million times. No, uh, multiple times. <laughs> and has trained celebrities like, oh, my buddy, our buddy, Kelly Ripa, Shakira, Best. Carly Kloss, Hilary Duff, Sarah Jessica Parker, and probably 7 million more famous people I'm leaving out. But first... Let's get to our weekly catch-up. Um, something on, or that I always want to know is, what do you guys eat for breakfast? It's like, how do you start your day? How do you kickstart that, you know, motivation? Um, I know for me, I love to start with a smoothie because I can just get it all in at once. I had, today I had spinach, bananas, um, flaxseed. I put a little apple cider vinegar, cayenne pepper. Ooh, I kind of like mix it up. Jazzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cayenne, <laughs> That's a surprise. The cayenne pepper gives it a kick. Um, and then protein powder for a little vanilla. Sometimes I do turmeric. It's all, all different things, but that's what I did today. So I don't know. What do you guys have? I love Heidi it. and I are team same breakfast every single morning and Yay! never get bored. <laughs> never. Both of us are oatmeal, right? Yeah, every single morning. Do you make yours the night before or set it out the night before? Okay, so George and I do it separate. So George does his as overnight oats and he has like a whole concoction with turmeric and this, that, and the other. I do mine live in the morning because it's ritualistic. I get up. I put it in. I do a little handful of fresh blueberries, scoop of protein powder, scoop of super greens, almond milk. I eat it in 17 seconds and get out the door to the gym. <laughs> like that is my, it's like my thing. The thing about yeah. oatmeal though is I'm celiac. So uh-huh. a lot of oats are cross contaminated. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what brand do you guys have? Bob's Red Mill. And Bob's it's, Red Mill. It's non, and those it's are certified free. GF. Mm-hmm. That's the flaxseed they use too. Mm-hmm. And also like, don't you love that you can just like, I know with the smoothie, I can just like suck it down and it's mm-hmm. like, I know I got everything I need. It's done. But then I also need my coffee. No chewing involved. S- Wait, See, so I, I really I, like to enjoy my oatmeal. You do. Oh. I do. Like I really do. I put, I put out all the dress. So it's actually evolved over time. This is Heidi talking. Um, that like I used to do overnight oats and um, I would like do like spirulina or like, you know, like all these like crazy superfood ingredients. And then I had my twins and I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Um, and then I started doing like all dry ingredients the night before and I would just do like steel cut oats and flaxseed meal. And then I started using powdered peanut butter because I saw on Dr. Oz that it was totally healthy. And it had, if you find the ones without additives, it's straight up just oh, peanuts. That's the only that. ingredient. But word to the wise, like that means no salt. So just FYI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barney butter is good too. Barney butter has, um, has uh, almond. Almond uh, butter. Oh, that's powdered. Really? It's delicious. I have to look into that. Yeah. What's it called? Thanks. Barney butter. Barney. Ooh. Barney. Like Barney rubble? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the, the purple same. dinosaur yeah, Barney. Yes. 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 Hashtag yeah, mom life. Mean? Yeah, totally. But then I actually started using quick cut oats because it's even faster. Oh. So all I would do is I would have like the measuring cup next to my little like mini cruset that I like do the oats. And I love that you measure. I totally remember. <laughs> um, and then OCD. OCD. Totally. Um, yeah. I was just gonna say that. Sorry. Do you guys yeah. know RX bars? Yes. yes. That brand. Mm-hmm. They now do a little oatmeal. I actually oh. had one yesterday. A chocolate 
It was like chocolate chip. <gasps> and it was so yummy. But I'm doing I'm doing intermittent fasting because I had read some interesting research that giving your digestive system this break um, could have a lot of benefits. They did some small studies. It was like a study of like 19 people. So what does that really mean? But what they did was um, they did 14-hour fasting. And they had a lot of positive results, lost weight, lowered cholesterol. So... I'm not really looking to lose weight, but I just wanted to shake things up a little bit as I'm aging. It's a nice reset. Yeah. And it kind, yeah. of feel, it kind of feels like I miss my breakfast a little bit, but I also feel like by the time I eat breakfast, I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah. See, and it's the best time to burn fat when you do fasted cardio coming off of intermittent fasting and then you have your breakfast afterwards. Yeah. Um, but it's not good to intermittent fast seven days a week. So you want yeah. one day where you do a feast day, re- reset I'm your... down with that. <laughs> yes. and, you know, I am Dang. down with a feast day. Like reset your digestive system and uh, otherwise it'll get used to it. It's like and metabolic starvation mood. Yeah. Right. Starvation mode. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you, Sunday fun day, I'm going to start with yeah. a big power, maybe GF pancake breakfast. Yes. What do you, what do you eat every day, Anna? Uh, something different every day. I oh. really cannot do the same. I'm the opposite. Would I you cannot have today? do the same breakfast. Today I had scrambled eggs with herbs and um, Celtic sea salt. Real salt actually has the most trace minerals in it mm-hmm. because now you know salts have a lot of plastics in them. So oh. you can't do oh. table salt anymore. And yeah. glass too. I mean, oh, really contaminated. Really? Yeah. So I'll do real salt. It's actually called real salt. Called real salt. And it has iodine. It has trace minerals in it, which are really important. Um, so did that. Sometimes I'll do avocado drizzled with almond oil um, infused with like, like uh, red pepper or garlic. Mm-hmm. Deliciousness. Yeah. Definitely coffee. Half your <laughs> coffee. <laughs> do you drink um, it black? I don't. I put half and half in my coffee. I also will do like an oat milk, a barista version of an oat milk or almond milk. Mm. Um, but I'm not, that's the only dairy I have. It's kind of like a treat every once in a while. I love it with monk fruit or, um, uh, liquid stevia, drops of stevia. Um, I love smoothies too. Yes. We'll do that. That's super easy. Um, I usually use, like four different vegetables or greens mm-hmm. and then macadamia milk and monk fruit. Um, I'll do a plant-based protein powder. Lots of protein powders right now have metals in them, have heavy metals in them. So you also have to be oh, careful oh. with the protein powder that you're choosing. What's your favorite brand or do you have a favorite brand? I do. Right now, actually, I'm using Alchemind. Okay. Um, Dr. Daryl Joffrey's uh company is called Get Off Your Acid. And so it's all about the alkaline diet, making sure that he sources his supplements really well. Um, and then with every um, batch of supplements, he takes one case to a third party to be tested to make sure oh that gosh. they're always super that's pure. That's amazing. Yeah, Anna, right? that's Delicious. so funny because you and I first met when I was a publicist and you were working with Essentia, which yes. of course was you know an alkaline water. And so we, I was taking you around as a publicist, a lot of your job is to like take people around, take clients or like an ambassador for a brand around. Which, by the way, is how we met too. Right. And it's how Heidi and I met too because Heidi was also an ambassador for this pH water. <laughs> that no one knew about, by that the no way. no one knew about. We were working with them. Yeah. Well, the Kardashians. But now like, they're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they are. But like I, I took you around to, I think we did like a lunch and learn maybe. Yeah. We like brought people like at the different magazines, like a little like, like Saqqara Life lunch or something that was like pH balance. And like you told them about alkaline about like you know balancing their acidity and their you only body think about like ph balance with deodorant right yeah. <laughs> so true. i'm so ph balanced right it's totally. so true well speaking of products that are cool every week we do uh, a little segment on the show called sweat this where we each bring in something that we can't live without this week it, it could be a product it could be an instagram account a phrase a philosophy 
It's usually a product. We're, we're, we're consumers. <laughs> so um, let's all talk about our sweat this. It's kind of a lightning round, and then we will dive into our topic. So, okay. I brought something really cool that I just got in a gift bag, you guys. Hmm. Okay. So this is Josie Marin. <gasps> oh, I love Argon. Uh-huh. So I had never had it, and I didn't know a ton about Josie Marin until I started on QVC. So, Anna, I don't know if you know this. Isn't but she I'm, married to, like, Marky Mark or something? Uh, I have oh. no idea. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I made that up. We're going to need to Google that. <laughs> Fact check. So, um, yeah. So I'm on the ARQVC. I, I sell their activewear brand. It's called Zuda. And so I'm backstage and I meet all these cool people. And Josie Marin is one of the brands that is on QVC. So I was like, wow, this brand is really something. And then I got this in a gift bag the other day. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? I thought it was for my hair. It's actually for like anywhere. So it's for oh. your fingernails or your feet. Anywhere. Okay. Cuticles. <laughs> Cuticles, eyelashes. Yeah. Yes. So can I be like totally anywhere. gross and just talk about my winter problem? My feet, you guys. Oh, yeah. I, going Gross. into like classes like yours, Anna, or like a yoga class, it's so embarrassing. No matter what I do, I feel, my son the other day was like, "Mommy, why are your feet white?" I'm like, "I don't know. Stop judging." Oh me my god, score. I did that to my mom when she had calluses. So I was like, "What is that?" Trying to scratch it it's off. It's so bad. <laughs> my heels get really yeah. dry. Yeah, you guys, like, this is heels. my product too. Is for this thing. I'm so excited. Oh, you're kidding? That's yeah. so funny. Oh my god, we all have nappy feet. Yay! <laughs> so anyway, I have really hot so that, feet. I don't know why so you're talking about. Because you wear socks. You wear good socks. All right. So let's move on. But that's my thing is I'm trying to fix my nappy feet. Wait, what is it called, Jim? It's Josie Marin Argon Oil. Just literally that's it. And a little dropper bottle. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Love it. All right. I'll go. Um, So I do lots of running outside. I'm always outdoors and I always need sunglasses, but I don't like the heaviness on my nose or my face and the bouncing when I'm running. So I'm sure you guys have heard of this brand. They're Vera Sun sunglasses. And I don't know if you can see it at home, but if you can, they're very fun colored mirror lenses, but they have very simple, basic silver and brown and like, you know, tortoiseshell. But the thing that's fun about this, and Heidi will love this, because yeah. you can go upside down in your headstand, handstand, no yoga you poses. I don't do headstands. Oh, sorry. <laughs> handstand. And they don't fall off your face. I've literally done crow pose and looked down for about, you know, well, not five minutes, but <laughs> as long as I can hold it and look down and they stay on your face. And when I'm running, this is my favorite thing because they don't hit that bridge of your nose. So super lightweight. Feel them. I like them, especially because my biggest, this is Heidi, my biggest pain point with sunglasses is when they have like um the, the like things, you know, oh, that like the wire oh, touches yeah. to. And like then this. I feel like I have the indent on my face. But this no, one no, 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 the plastic ones. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they're called. They're like little nubs that attach to the nose piece. Oh, I see what you're saying. And I feel like I have those little like ovals, like for example, like if I wear Ray-Bans, like aviators, then right? They all dent. have those because mm. they're metal. Yeah. I feel like it's on my face yeah. all day, but these have like really nice soft nose things. Yeah. Right? And then if you look, there's some that have rims, some that are rimless. So there's, there's a lot of styles and a lot of colors. Of course, I have like the pink, the hot pink and the blue, but they have more subtle, you know, grown up colors too. <laughs> Very much. That's mine. Heidi, what do you got? Okay, so I stick my feet in people's faces all day, every day for a living because that's what a private yoga instructor does or oh a regular God. yoga instructor. Um, so that's what I do. And it's on camera, close up of my feet. And I actually like noted, I started noticing feet more like with the advent of like social media because uh, there's, there's, uh, what do you call foot fetish people? Oh, They're yeah. all people with foot fetish. Do we just call them <laughs> Thanks. No. People Thanks. who love feet comment on your feet Whoa. all the time when you are a Whoa. yoga person because your feet are in every picture. And it's like every single comment. And then it's like the foot emoji. And it's like, uh, my feet look Wait, horrible. there's a foot emoji. So, need to look at that. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's an emoji for so, so, So in Jamie's spirit of favorite things, I brought... My fuzzy socks. It's it's like for oh, Megan too. Those. Um, but so what you do, and I learned this from 
One Good of my housekeeping, friends. maybe? No, it was no. my friend. It was my friend, Jen Cohn. Um, Phallic is her new name, but um, she's oh, on like the Today Show all the time. Yeah. Yeah. She actually dated my brother in college, so I like have known her for a long time. And she did like a morning segment where she said, if you put cream on before mm-hmm. you put your fuzzy socks yes. on, and I had an yep. abundance of fuzzy socks because somebody just liked to give them to me. And, you sleep um, in them. You sleep in them. Your feet are like so much oh God, more my life. Do that. It's, it's like, seriously, it's like, it's like a baby butt. Like really? that's how soft they are when you wake up. It's mind-blowing. Do it with aqua changer. for that. Is a good, yes. has a good housekeeping That's feel. Actually, what I best yeah. of hydrators. Yes. That was that yeah. Brooks never got diaper rash because yeah. Aquaphor yeah. was like it's, everywhere. Yeah. I love the fuzzy socks. Not too. Yeah. So they're really cute. You can get them in every color and every pattern. Mm-hmm. And yeah. these are really fun with polka dots. That's but a good tip. They, and if you do, I mean, if you can spare, like if you're watching a movie or something, you can do the same thing with your hands. Totally. Like if you, if you totally. want to sit there with like mittens on and gloves. Yeah. But just to. <laughs> I'm like, I sleep with like earplugs and a face mask. And my, so I'm like, I don't know how many other things. Like I used to sleep with a scarf. Like, That's I don't know how many things I don't I even add. get under the like the most unsafe. Right. <laughs> okay, so mine is a watch that doesn't tell time. What? Um, it, the face of the watch just says now. <gasps> oh my god, oh, that's I amazing. love that. Yes. And my friend Daniel Shine, Chef Shine, she's an incredible natural foodist from Australia. And we had we were having lunch, and I was talking about this dream I have of writing this book and whatever. And she sent me this in the mail, and she's like, "The time is now." Oh my god, I love it. And I just started wearing this watch that doesn't tell time, and I was like, "F yeah, the time is now," and I'm going to write this book and wound up with the agent, the book deal, all the things. But I really believe that. This Good lit reminder. a fire. The I, the watch that doesn't tell time because that. the time is now. I just that put a quote mm. up on my Instagram today. It's a mm-hmm. quote from Mary Poppins. It says "Today or never," and it's like oh, I just I love that. I love it. I love it. Well, that is a great segue because mm-hmm. we're, we're all about it. And you know, the topic today is really cool. And Anna, it's so funny. You said no one ever talks about this topic, and it's. It's kind of true. I think there's this dream bubble out there, this kind of dream, like non-reality that being a fitness instructor is just so glamorous and easy and you just automatically are like an Instagram star. And we used to use the word, I used to represent Barry's boot camp for years and we used to use the word enter trainer. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they are grooming people to be, which is, there's no harm in that, but everybody thinks they can be one and that. You know, it just, it seems like a really easy rise to the top if you're, if you're the just, same way anybody can be a professional football player, that's TV star. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so it's easy. It's such an easy career. Yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> Editor, a publicist. Yeah. These right. things, yeah. it's so fun. It's so easy. <laughs> so we brought you here to give us the real deal on what it takes to kind of make it in fitness. I want to hear about pitfalls and privileges, you know, pros and cons. And, and especially what does it take to make it to be an AKT instructor? Because Everybody in the world wants one of those coveted roles. Yes. So we want to hear a little bit from you about like what that is all about. So can you tell us a little bit first about your trajectory? Like how old were you when you started and like what did that look like? Yeah. So I taught my very first dance fitness class in 1997, Ooh. 1997, 1996. Um, it was the summer between my junior and senior year in high school. And I was in a very intense, um, dance company program. So, you know, an hour before I'd be at rehearsal 7 a.m. every morning before school started and then stay like three hours after school, choreograph, put shows together, whatever. So during the year, it was very intense. And I just wanted to love dancing in a room with my friends and their moms and just explode in a room 
together and have a good time instead of making it so intense. So I sort of created this dance fitness class for all of us to enjoy being in a room together. And after the very first class, I went home and sat on the couch for two hours because I was so exhausted and said, oh my God, I love this. I, I need to figure out how to do more of this. So then when I got to college, I started um, researching kinesiology and taking a lot of anatomy. And I ended up getting my BFA in dance, moving to New York and immediately starting work at the Reebok Sports Club, which was the premier yeah. gym so in nice. the world, if not New York City, um, to work as a Group X instructor. And everyone was sort of developing their own methods. Boutique fitness was non-existent. That did not, that had not hit the market yet. Sweet. It didn't really what hit the market until like 2007, 2002. Okay. okay. I was, by the way, I was the publicist for Reebok Sports Club in 2002. Where have you Jimmy, been? Yeah. What, what have you not done? I know, but that's just, that's, that's wild. Yeah, that is, that wild. is really weird. It is really weird. Our paths have crossed so many times. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Yes. I digress. So, I mean, and so many incredible people were there at the same time creating their methods. That's, that's right. Um, it was a really exciting time to be in fitness and sort of coming up with something new. So I was teaching um, ballet body, which was kind of like a, a floor slash bar class, mm-hmm. strength class, um, a dance cardio class, and then a stretch class. And I was, and then I was also getting certified in National Academy of Sports Medicine and Pilates until I couldn't do another hundred and mm-hmm. yoga until I couldn't do another sun salutation A, B series. <laughs> and then, um, uh, I was heavy weight training with a boyfriend who was a weightlifter and I lost my neck. And in between <laughs> all of these things, I ended up going back to dance to, um, to lean myself out and, uh, get back to a place that I consider to be normal and my best self. Um, and so I was running around doing all these things and thinking, there's gotta be a way to put all of this together. And then I was introduced to interval training in 2009. Mm. That's when it really hit the market, which crazy, right? It's yeah. 10 years ago. Um, I can't believe that's 10 years ago. I know. Mm. I know. And so I did, um, I did Insanity with Beachbody and I actually um, did not like the way my body changed. I became very short and squat because it was when hit really hit the market, it was created for what I believe to be a man's body. There was a lot of upper body strength. There were a lot of plyometrics. Which they didn't take into uh, bladder control. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Like, <laughs> clearly it wider was than their men. shoulders. Yes. Our bodies are not necessarily built to do things like pull-ups and lots of push-ups and, you know, crazy plyometrics. And it's tough on the joints and all of those mm-hmm. things. I've, my body was hurting a little bit, but I loved the efficiency and how effective HIIT training was. So I said, I I wonder if I could create a HIIT workout made for a woman's body with all of these modalities that I love so much with dance as the core cardio component. So that's when I set out to figure that out. That was in 2009, and it took me about three years to figure out what that was. And I opened my first studio in 2013. Well, your studios are so unique. Anyone who's Thank ever you. been in one, it you feel like you're, it's like very Andy Warhol's The Factory. It's very reminiscent of something. It's like actually no other studio I've ever been in. It That's is really so, nice to hear. So unique, so sparkly, so neon, but so cool, not like kitschy you know what I mean like not gimmicky like it like intensely feels like you're in a cool place and there's a special sauce so tell us about the special sauce that a trainer needs to be one of your instructors well 
I used to only hire uh, trainers with a dance background because I wanted – when you grow up as a dancer, you have an innate connection to the body and an understanding of how the body works from the inside out so that when you layer on the sports medicine and the science, you become a super trainer because you're able to take the science and the creativity and the performance mm-hmm. and really create a fitness experience. Um, so I loved working with talented dancers who could who were also interested in learning the science and understanding how the body works from the inside out um, and really delivering an educated uh, workout fitness experience. So, but recently I have found that there are a lot more trainers that come in with movement experience that don't necessarily have a dance background, but they're really interested in learning. Um, they're tenacious, they're driven, they're excited about the opportunity. And so while they have maybe the science and the training background, they're open to learning how to dance and how to move functionally in space. And so it's the, the tide is turning a little bit. Now I get both sides. I get the dancer and then I also get the trained um, uh, fitness trainer who wants to add the dancing or the movement onto it. But, you know, at AKT, we are a program with four different class formats. So they have to be really excited and driven to learn new content every single week. They can't just clock in, teach a class and leave. They have to be present. They have to be interested in continuing education. Um, they have to want to deliver a workout that, um, you know, is of a certain expectation. And, and can you they're going to be held to a certain expectation. Four formats are bands is athletic conditioning. It's based around a set of overhead bands in a box. So fun, by the way. It's so much fun. So you much did fun. that on live with Kelly. That was your January workout last year. And it was yes. amazing. It was, it's such a fun workout and such a unique workout. And it's the only workout where you're actively using your body on all planes of motion and your upper body in a cardio, um, workout, like endurance. It reminds cardio. me of in sync when workout. they're doing like that. The bye, yeah. Bye, bye. yeah, like a puppet. Yeah. yeah. A Spider-Man hit workout. It's so it's really it looks fun. So cool. It's really fun. Um, and you're working on um, uh, your posture and proper movement mechanics and developing proper movement mechanics in a short in a small space. So that when you take the bands in the box away and you have to dance in a room, you understand how to do that and you're set up for success. Um, instead of just throwing someone in a room and saying, follow me, you know, like you really teach them how to move safely through space and set them up for success when we take the boxes away. They're like, oh, it's not so scary. You know, I'm ready for this. Um, how to step through your feet, how to hold your shoulders over your hips, like proper kinetic alignment. So I love starting people with bands. Then dance is cardio endurance workout. It's an interval dance workout. So you're alternating between cardio and strength intervals. Um, and then tone is muscular endurance. So it's all strength. Bar means Pilates means sports conditioning for 45 minutes with active release foam roll at the end to really mm-hmm. open your body. That's the only workout we have with when you're in bare feet. So you do also strengthen the muscles in your feet. You have over a hundred muscles in your feet. Super important to think about your body from the bottom up and not just, you know, your large muscle groups. And then uh, last workout is circuit, which is our HIIT workout. Um, so it's really the marriage of dance and HIIT training. It's our power workout. So you're adding that next level of power to your program um, for 
uh, circuits, four exercises in each circuit, 30 second, 30 second, 15 second timed intervals, super intense, oh my gosh. 45 minutes. So That's when you put all sweaty. of these workouts together, you really get everything you need for results, comprehensive Which one is your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Or do I you like have bands. one? That, you I bands. really love bands. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because dance will always be the heart of where this all started, mm-hmm. but I love the bands workout. I just think it's the best functional workout on the market it's right now. It's safe too. So and it's, it's not great. Like it's you safe. said, you can bulk up, but you just get exactly what you need. Yeah. And it's a uh, moderate impact. Mm-hmm. You know, you take the impact and the work out of the joints, you put it back in the muscles and you also create those new neuro pathways because you have to learn something in the moment, mm-hmm. which is so important. It's such a big, um, focus in fitness right now. It's not just about the body. It's just as much about the brain. I, I mean, by too, 40, we're get, all developing as dementia. As I'm getting older, yeah. right? I'm like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I box now just to, <laughs> to get the sequences because yeah. I'm like, this is important. I can feel in my brain this is important because yes. I'm struggling a little bit. Yeah. Yes. And we don't really take time to challenge our brains anymore. We used to remember, remember phone numbers and addresses and directions. So and now we just Look it up. Yeah, like someone just tells us what to do. Yeah, I don't know my mom's phone number. I just know Nana. Yeah. Yeah. So the New England Journal of Medicine did a study over the over the course of ten years on a group of seniors, seventy five plus, to improve to see what really does improve. uh, cognitive function. And so they looked at a lot of different things, but crossword puzzles helped about, I think it was around 45%. Mm-hmm. Reading four times a week helped about 37%. Physical activity, zero percent. Really? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yep. Except for dance, 75% wow. improved cognitive function because you are learning something in the moment, having to translate it physically mm-hmm. in your body. Yeah, dance so, every day. I know. It's really <laughs> important. And so same with bands. You're learning that in the moment, having to. What if you have like no step retention Ah, you mean coordination (laughs) no step retention meaning like i was a dancer like i was a professional musical theater actor when i was a kid yeah like i danced but then like i didn't and then when i moved to new york city i was like excited to like dance for fun and i went to broadway dance center to like an open level class and like they did like a 10 minute thing and everybody else like did it immediately after the first time and i was like I don't remember step five through 500. Like I remember. Oh, like, that's just, that's, that's just mean. repetition. So, uh, we, I choreograph all the classes, uh-huh. um, and they stay the same for three weeks. Okay. That's so you great. have the same oh, combination, yeah. and the same strength for three weeks. So the first time you go in, it's the hardest mentally. Yeah. And then at the end of that three weeks, it's so much harder physically, but easier mentally. And you feel because like you a can badass. jump right in. You're like, <laughs> you do feel like a badass. <laughs> what, what, what? You're like, <laughs> Do you and do the then performance you at the end. Yeah. And you know, like bands is athletic conditioning. So you're doing box step ups and knee repeaters and deep squats and skis. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, they're all movements you've done before. If you've, you know, done any kind of fitness class or sports training and it's just remembering them in order. So the more you do it, the, you know, the faster you build those neuropathways and the Could easier dyslexia it becomes. Hurt it. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> a couple of my clients you have mild dyslexia. That's all. And, but it helps with dyslexia. Um, so no, we, I was good at it when I was doing it, but it's just like, did you just, just do like, it for stop, a time? Like you and your brain froze. Yeah, so, and a big brain mm-hmm. made. This is exciting. And first of all, I got to stop wanting to call you Anna because I have frozen two on the brain. And I'm like, everything <laughs> is Elsa and Anna in my world. Yeah, I, I did totally. go through a period where right? I was Anna. Okay. Yes, um, you did. I did. But you're <laughs> franchising, which is yes. hugely amazing. Now, how many franchises are there? What was the process of that? Like, can people take AKT classes anywhere in the world right now? What's going on? Yes. Well, we, um, we are opening 80 what? so far oh, wow. and we're continuing, you know, that's, but, uh, it's very exciting. So right now we have, 
Um, Morristown, New Jersey just opened. Jersey! It's uh, not Westfield 8K Bestfield, but it's getting closer. It is getting closer. Let me it see is. a fist pump. Fist pump. Uh, <laughs> uh, Short Hills is coming soon. Too, yes! Stop it! Exciting. Stop it! Yes. Stop it! Oh, my goodness. My, oh, oh, my God. The oh heaven my goodness. is lost or not. Seriously? Yes. Yes. <sighs> I'm so excited. I can't even. I can't She's got even. tears in her eyes. She's like really the best news ever. <laughs> And then it's really great for me, too, because these places are close enough for me to go to and be a part of, which is also really oh fun. How often do you dip in and out of each? Because there's so many. Do you well, make an no, appearance? Well, no, there's not so many open yet. That's how many are in progress. Okay. But right now we have Cherry Creek in Denver and uh, Royal Oak in Michigan, um, Yorba Linda, California, Morristown, my studio's here, and then the rest of them are all, okay. you know, in Do people request you like they want you, like? Well, so this is in actually the class I, or the, you know, the I want to be there to help with grand opening and really introduce the community right. to AKT for the first time because that's such a special moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so great to be able to work with the owners of these individual studios because they truly understand the community and each studio has such a different personality and caters to such a different community. And that's what's so special about franchising because if you're expanding privately, you're just relying on national brand awareness and marketing Mm -hmm. and expecting that this New York City workout that works here is going to work in every market and hiring GMs that don't have any skin in the game, don't know the community, don't aren't bringing people in. Mm -hmm. So it's a much different experience than when you you really give that power to a small business owner and say, hey, I'm going to partner with you it's in this. It's going to work really in special. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> this actually is like my biggest question for you. And, and it'll, this is going to backtrack a little because I feel like anyone listening to this so far is like, okay, so she was an overnight success. Got it. Oh, God. You know? No. So 1996. Well, well, yeah. But, but you know what I mean? It's like we yeah. haven't talked about like any struggle or any like, you know, whatever. It's hard work. <laughs> so obviously there's a lot. So my question to you is how did you go from being like Anna Kaiser, mm-hmm. who's a celebrity trainer that's like so in demand, to convincing people that your workout was enough, not just you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so to tap on to the other questions we were just talking about, like, so how did you at the beginning, because now obviously it's a much bigger thing, but like before it was giant, like how did you convince people to take other teachers taking your method? Well, I had to prove it. You know, mm-hmm. I had to train them. I created a 90 day. It's not 90 days anymore, but mm-hmm. it was 90 days originally because I wanted to take them through every single thing and figure out what I needed to do to transfer this information. Um, and then I, so I baited the program in New Canaan, Connecticut for a year with other instructors. Jamie and I are both from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, um, when that worked, I took it to Tribeca and baited for another year. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to open a studio. And I really had to take myself out of the majority of the classes to make sure that, you know, it worked regardless of whether I was there or not. So I would go in and then take myself out, in and out, in and out. And then um, I opened in East Hampton next and Nomad next because all of those were different markets. And so how- we had B market, we had Upper East Side, yes. we had uh, sort of a transient millennial market in Nomad, and then we had a seasonal market in East Hampton. And um, if I could make all of those happen, where it was, it would be impossible for me to be present in all of those studios, right. yeah. then it was, it was a success. But like, did you have trouble convincing people to take it 100%. without you? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I would have to go take the class with them, you Got know? It. But it was, I was creating workouts in my home gym and, 
um, inviting friends. And then I would have my, I started with a group of four instructors. I would have them teach in my home gym and invite people. It was a very, very long process. Sometimes they were terrible workouts and we'd have to erase and restart. I would have rehearsals in my, I lived in an amenities building. So there was like a conference room where I would have rehearsals with the instructors and figure out what we were going to do that week. Um, it, it was like, you know, creating a Broadway show when you don't really know what the end game is. Like there isn't a plot line. You have to figure out how it's going to be different. It really started off as a dance class and a hit workout. And then I had to figure out how to fuse the two, but it took about two and a half, three years to figure that out. So you have to be really patient. You have to work your ass off. I mean, I was probably training seven hours a day. Um, and that was, you know, working with clients to see what worked, creating the class, content and then also holding classes and then also certifying people to figure out how to do that. It, you have to want it so badly <laughs> mm-hmm. that there is no other option. I had no other option. There was no other workout that satisfied me. Mm-hmm. So I needed, I had this like deep, intense need to create it. Um, and I just didn't have another option. I didn't, there was nothing else that was going to work. Like this was, it was just tunnel vision. And that's what I've talked to a lot of small business owners about. Mm-hmm. It is so hard that unless you have literally no other option. This is the only direction you can go in. That's what you do. And How, doing it and, and like, yeah. just do it. Yeah. yeah. And then when did you work. start to pop? Cause then you, I mean, you're training Shakira. Shakira's in love with your method. Kelly Rip is in love with your method. But that like, didn't happen overnight. So either, when did that, know? cause that, that, when did that start to happen? How does Kelly Rip say, Ooh, I heard about this AKT. Yeah. I take a class. Well, it was when I was private training and I was working with one of her friends and oh, she God. was bored of her workouts and they weren't working anymore and they, she was plateauing and she's like, what are you doing? You look great. Um, and so then we were introduced at on Thanksgiving. She's told the story on there <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Uh, we worked out, she went home, they were having a party, hosting Thanksgiving dinner, Mark handed her a glass of wine and she woke up two hours later and she was like, <laughs> this is the workout for me. <laughs> but you know, you work with someone four or five days a week, um, for 10, now this is our 11th year. We go through ups and downs too. You know, sure. there are definitely moments where she's like, this is not working, you know, and I need to pivot and I need to take the feedback mm-hmm. and figure out what's not working. And then everything's going really well. And then we need to pivot again because that's how you keep someone growing and in the best shape. And then that work helps inform the work that I then bring into the studios with the clients, but it's not easy. And you know, working with yeah. someone and many people, one-on-one, there's so many different personalities when you're walking into the room, you have to be open to that. And you throw all your, you put all your stuff to the side. This is not about you. And you have to rearrange your life around whatever their needs are. If they can't make it at three, you got to make four work. Otherwise they're going to find someone yeah. else that will. Yeah. yeah. Do you but go on the so, road with any of your celebrity clients or do you Skype I workouts? Do. Yeah. So I will, I'll meet Shakira in Barcelona often because she lives there or Miami. She's a second house there. Um, I used to travel with Kelly a lot more than we do now because of family stuff. And it's, it's tough to, well, you're a mom now too. How has that changed things for you? I can't travel as much. You know, I used to go everywhere with them when I was single and until like, I would stay until Christmas day and then leave to see my family for a week and be there like the day after new year's. I mean, honestly, when you're building a business, Mm -hmm. it, you have to make it all work. Otherwise husband part of the business. He's not, no, he's not. My husband, is a cosmetic um, surgeon. He does hair transplants. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. We oh, all yeah. just go, I got 
got so excited, and then you said, here are trans dads. My bald husband just got very excited. Love you, Pat. That's amazing. It's pretty impressive. He also turns the years back. We have a friend who did it, and it's like, it works. It's life-changing. He's got hair, you know? For the rest of his life. Yes. Yeah. It just grows like it grows in the back of your head. I have to say that what you, but I just want to like repeat what you just said because I think it's so important for anyone listening because the episode truly is about like what it really takes to make it in fitness Mm -hmm. and there is so much hard work yes and like I just want to repeat that because like you know you basically like gave up a social life you gave Mm -hmm. up your plans you it's almost like I don't want to say put yourself last, but you really do put the needs of the clients in front of you. And I think in this day and age of Instagram, where it's like celebrity or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. whatever your term was, mm-hmm. Jamie at Narrative, what was the? Entertainer. Entertainer. Um, which is a great term. Um, I think that it's really important to remember that really when you are training other people, you are in service of other mm-hmm. humans. It's not about you. Well and said. the ego has to be removed. Yes. And I think, again, that's such a, a crazy um, contrast to mm-hmm. like the glamour of Instagram where like people are really like self marketers. Yes. But, and then now when I'm hiring trainers, I look for that first. Oh. If your ego leads when you walk mm-hmm. in the door, you are not the right person for AKT I because it is about the team, it's about the family, and it's about the clients. And there have definitely been situations where, you know, someone is with me for four years and feels like they are a star and they want to go off and be mm-hmm. a star, you know, because mm-hmm. they've now gotten to this place. And it's not about the clients anymore. It's not about the other team members. It's about mm-hmm. them. Right. And so everyone has a different path, but the ego is a really important part of it because you do have to put it aside and you have to make it about the work and about the people you're working with um, and Anna, when some is it people about- don't want to do that yeah. you know they want to put on a show they want yeah. to be an entertainer mm-hmm. when is it about you when do you what how do you do your workouts like when is it <laughs> just about you when I'm on vacation <laughs> no no I do have to say that's why I created AKT because I feel like I get everything I need when I'm teaching I get the interaction <gasps> with the clients I get a great workout I have a blast I walk out high on endorphins so it's a win-win situation gotcha. how many times a day do you do it well, or I do you teach that you, you know, where you feel like you're burned out or you haven't just no. enough or you need more? Like, what's that happy medium that's a safe zone for you? Well, you know, as you age, too, it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it when does, friends. <laughs> yes. Literally, I would train seven clients a day oh when gosh. I was first starting. And you were in it, too. Like, mm-hmm. you were training and doing. No, not every client. Okay. But some of them, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and some of them were classes. Some of them were sessions. And now my happy spot is about... Like three hours a day. Okay. Sometimes That's I do a more. Lot too, still, like yeah. A lot. But person. also, you learn how to pace it. Like yeah. you don't go a hundred percent the whole class. I'm teaching my instructors that as well. Like how do you find the right balance between being in it, motivating, and then also saving it so you can pace yourself yeah. for your day. Um, and so I can do. I can still do five hours a day. I'm forty. I'm going to be forty in February. You're a rock star. But you know, I do have people come in and they say, ah, you know, I kind of just want to teach like four classes a week. Like mm-hmm. they don't. Really really want to develop a career in fitness. So how do you maintain that quality control across the country as you're franchising? So first of all, I have a certification that's pretty airtight. So they know, they understand how to deliver the workout. And then every week, um, I deliver content for that for each class. So they have to, they have the content from minute one to minute 60. So there's very little room for error because whether you're in a dance class in San Francisco or Florida, uh, you know, um, Orlando or New York Short City. Short Hills, New Jersey. Short Hills, New Jersey. 
You're doing the exact same dance and you're doing the exact same strength. Are those delivered on videos to your trainers or how do you? Oh, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. And then we have a portal where all of our continuing education lives that we add to every week. We have a monthly trainer call where we speak to, we pick a topic and then people ask questions and we can continue to build that trust and conversation. Um, And then we travel to each, we have secret shoppers that go Mm -hmm. into each studio. Um, I'll be one. Can I be one? Yes, please. In short hills. <laughs> but you just blew it. You just told you everybody. You just blew it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the experience will be different at each location because the community is different at each location. You know, in Morristown, this is their first um, experience with AKT. They're not going to be able to do the content we're doing in New York City at that level. And it's also a very different crowd. Very different And crowd. short hills is very different than Morristown. Every town in New Jersey has its own personality. Please, the Upper East Side <laughs> is totally different from the West Village or yes, Tribeca. Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Totally different. New Jersey is Same. that nuanced. Upper West, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So quick question. I, I just wanted to ask, like, because this was on my mind, what is, like, maybe the most surprising thing? When you're bringing along young, aspiring trainers, mm-hmm. what do you think is one thing that is often maybe underestimated or they come in thinking, you know, this is going to be easy, but, oh, my God, this kind of hit them over the head? Yes. Actually, I just held a band certification this last weekend. And uh, one of the instructors has been teaching fitness for a long time. Uh, mostly bar and hit workouts. And she got up to lead the portion of the class and she was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. I thought that this was going to be so easy and I can't find the words to lead through the movement of this specific section. I don't know what's going on. It's like my brain is short-circuited because we make it look really easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have it to the place where you can cue, you can see every client in the room, you can give corrections and you're doing choreography. It's a lot of layers to have to teach someone how to how to um do well you know not just do but you have to be able to be an you're expert you're never going it. to have dementia i was just gonna say that so much choreography in your brain there's so much choreography in right? my brain never yes. do a crossword puzzle you don't need them <laughs> still fun though still a good <laughs> challenge um so it is it's challenging. It's challenging. And when someone comes in, they have to be the kind of person that wants to work hard, that wants to learn something new. Another one of the girls this weekend said, you know, I have all of these thoughts in my head, like doubt, doubting whether I can do this or not. Like, this is too hard. You're not going to be able to do this. Everything in my life has always come easy for me. This is the first challenge I've ever had. And I'm really excited. I want to do this for me. I want to focus. I want to stay in this. I'm super motivated to get better at something and to really um, create a niche for myself in the world that hasn't been given to me, you know? Do you have and male that was tra- so are you the teacher's men? Raw. I do, actually. Yeah. My director of education in California is a man. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yep. you heard it here first. Lean into the challenge, people. Yes. If you want to be a trainer, it's going to take work, but lean into the challenge. And right now, there's a lot of competition. So figure yeah. out what kind of trainer you want to be, yeah. what kind of method you want to teach, and then get behind it 150%. And you do such a good job of standing out and staying true to you and just making it, making us all want to do it and feel motivated. So thank you. Yeah. That's so nice to hear. Yeah. It was tough at the beginning because I was put into, you know, boutique fitness was mm. very modality based. So everyone wanted it to be dance cardio. She is dance cardio. <laughs> and so it took what it's now been 
seven years. Do you need my watch? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> now, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to educate people on the program. And that's what we're really offering. And people are ready for that now because they've done it. Can we have an off the gram class one day? Yes. Can we do it? We have to shoot it. We Except for John. John will shoot it. Yeah, John will shoot it. He's amazing. My husband, this is Christine, my husband, John, if you don't know that by now. So, I mean, this was amazing. I can't wait for our off the gram class. We're going to have to invite listeners. So stay tuned for that. Do you have an app? I do have an app. It's called AKT On Demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good call. That's good right. Call. So awesome. anyone anywhere until the studios get there can get it. Yes. Yes. 100%. That is awesome. And I'd so always good. love to hear what people want to see more of. You know? Yeah. Is it content? Is it uh, what do I need to do as a trainer? Is your abs. It- <laughs> abs. I just yeah. want your abs. <laughs> I think Instagram can be a great platform for education and not just pretty poses and pictures. Um, and it's not about likes anymore. It really is about listening to the audience and figuring out what you want to see. So Amen. more feedback, the better. Yes. Amen. All right, cool. Thank so we, we always wrap up every episode with a little lightning round. Oh, no. And, and I always I always like to joke that this is this is where things get really serious. This is, the, this is where I start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? Yes. Questions are really hard. Okay. Okay. Coffee, tea, or matcha? Coffee. <laughs> Even though you're right upstairs from Chacha Matcha? No, I know. Oh, I can't. Man. Too much sugar. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Burst my bubble. Uh, morning or evening workout? Morning. And this is one that doesn't really need to be asked to you, but we ask it to everybody. So, hey, Anna Kaiser, what's your favorite workout? AKT! <laughs> All right. I love it. All right. Moving along. The last thing that we're going to ask you is our karma call. Okay. And my stomach is growling because of my intermittent fasting. I hope that it's not catching the microphone. (laughs) So listen, I make Megan say it every time because she's so much better at saying it. I'm the yogi, so karma is my word. It's Sanskrit for action. So we want your karma call to all of our listeners, viewers, one simple little thing that they could do, like drinking water every morning, you know, something very simple or not simple if you want it to be, that would change their life. If they just changed this one thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that it would change their life? Well, but anything could change their life. Okay. Let's water see. changes people's lives. Drinking water, you know? It does, actually. Uh, minerals. This is something I have been oh. doing recently um, oh. because our food is not really grown in rich soil anymore. Mm. And so a lot of our energy depletion and our issues with sleep come from not getting the right nutrients every day and specifically with minerals. So supplementing with a daily vitamin is not the same thing. Um, and especially if you have a sweaty workout where you are active mm. in your days or, you know, just... Um, you drink alcohol or you are having coffee or things that aren't putting you in an optimal state. I drink you alcohol. Need more. <laughs> so what kind yeah. of – so what do you do? Like what do you – So there's uh, – so the trace minerals, you can take yeah. real salt and put some in your water with a tart cherry is really good Ooh. for a uh, workout. Um, there's also a mineral complex that I've loved from Dr. Daryl Joffrey called Daily Minerals. Okay. Um, and it – you know, magnesium, like 60 – percent of us um, are deficient in magnesium and that affects so much sleep, um, our digestive system, um, whether we're regular or not, our energy during the day. So it's in our bones. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, one of the other things I learned recently is you cannot absorb calcium without magnesium. And guess what doesn't have magnesium in it? Milk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to make sure that 
they're either at the same amount of calcium to magnesium because also if there's less magnesium, you won't absorb the calcium. Mm. Either the same amount or more magnesium. Are walnuts good magnesium? What's the, good magnesium? Uh, like they a, are good magnesium. I think it might be walnuts. Mm-hmm. Is it where's Brazil nuts or what? It might be both. I don't know. We're, okay, we'll more to things to, we'll to Google. Hit we'll the Google. Right. But definitely a mineral complex will okay. help with a lot. So I do it first thing in the morning when I'm working out and then about 30 minutes before bed. Love I it. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Changing lives. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being here with yes, us. Yes, thank you for this having so me. I can do this every morning. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us off the gram podcast on Instagram and subscribe to this podcast to hear it every week. We'll see you next time. Woo! Bye. Bye. <laughs>